0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: LFC Day Trippers brought to you by bookmakers.com
0: Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gavin. With me this week is Emma and Shawnee for the Fatback 4 on this Sunday night. You're all very welcome in the chat. If you're in there, hit the like button now. Get it out of the way. And the more you do that, it makes life a lot easier for us. Subscribe if you haven't already. And hit the bell icon so then you know when we're going live. And um, tonight we're going to discuss Liverpool's win over Leicester in Singapore. And um, we're going to touch on a couple of the players that um, play it. We're going to touch on a bit of the coverage that's been around Liverpool while they're over there. And of course the midfield way continues as Liverpool hopefully are going to bring in a couple of midfielders before the season starts, but time is ticking on. Emma, how are you? Did you have a nice day? Good. I did.
2: I had a lovely day.
0: Yeah. Lovely I'm only asking day. that because of the jersey I have on you.
2: Yeah, just in case yeah. anybody thinks it's Man City, it's not. Aye. It's Dublin, their city.
0: Okay, nice day.
2: Brilliant, yeah. Um, it's one of the few ones that I haven't been to, but I didn't go to any games this season, so I wasn't going to be that person that tried to look for a ticket for the final. So some cans and the couch was good enough for me today. So I was yeah. delighted, yeah.
0: Happy days. Dublin, of course, winning the All-Ireland Football Final. Shani, how have you been? Good. Yeah? Good form, good, good.
1: good form, yeah. Yeah, good Brilliant stuff.
0: Farm. Anything happening? Anything out of the ordinary?
1: No, no, huh? just rested. Nice, nice weekend at a birthday party last night. Stayed about right in the gargle, fresh as a flower this morning. Ah, lovely. Out, out for a sea swim with um, Ray Brady of this parish this morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Oh, always always got to bump into Ray.
0: Ray's still jumping into, into the ocean, yeah? every Sunday on Still getting
1: in his little wetsuit, the little <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> it's I uh, Yeah. I uh, stayed up for the boxing last night as well, so...
0: Yeah, the boxed on last night. Oh, I didn't see any of it. I was camping um, the weekend, so uh, I didn't see anything. Did you watch The Guard today, Johnny?
1: I did, Now, Like, I'm not... I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a Dublin fan at all. Um, Not... I don't detest them. I just, I don't watch Gaelic football. I'm, right. i do not an abnormal. But I watched today. And um, mm. because I kind of, I like narratives a little bit. And kind of, when All Ireland final weekend comes around, you kind of tune in. And the Dublin team, like, they won six in a round. They need a bit of a, everyone <laughs> thought the wheels are coming on. the two years off. So I was rooting for them today. Like, you know, I, I genuinely was. And I was happy when he won it because. There's a couple of players who made history there today in the Dublin set up and uh, shut a lot of the fuckers up who don't like them. All um, 31 counties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like the term "cold cheese. I find it derogatory, but yeah. it, it is Dublin against everyone else. I enjoyed the game. And when I say I enjoyed it, I mean, I, I slept for two quarters of it and caught the last 15 minutes. And I was <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um I was camping at the weekend with two lads, three lads that are um Dublin fa- Dublin fans, you know. And they were telling the wives now listen, Sunday morning, this fucking tent's coming down at nine o'clock and we're going home. <laughs> um like they were all like like on the days you were there, they were all like I'm oh, getting up at nine o'clock and having a tea and a coffee this morning. The tents were gone. Everything was in the car at ten past nine. It was like right. Back to Dublin we go, you know, one of them was going out. Two of them are hoping to get tickets. I think both did. And, uh, I hope they had a great time because, um, Jesus, the nerves of them. Like, they were, they were, they were in an awful state, you know, about this game for the last couple of days. But, um, I watched it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a GAA fan. Um, I just watched it because it was on the telly. Um, it was a good game as well. I looked, at it. it was a really tight game. It was a good game. But, um, Dublin came out on top. So anyone that's not from Ireland and doesn't know what's going on here, have a look up, um, the Dublin Kerry, uh, all Ireland final today. But anyway, on to Liverpool. Um, 4-0 win in Singapore today against, uh, early this morning for us. Um, 10 o'clock kickoff. Um, against Leicester City. Um, first 11, then it changed 11. Um, as you've seen through most of this pre-season. Um, but Emma, I'll come to you first. Um, they're just starting to look sharper and sharper. It just yeah. looks like a pre-season that's meant to be, you know, they get sharper as the games go on and you're seeing more and more and you're starting to see maybe what way a team may shape up and you might see a bit more of that against Bayern Munich as well.
2: Yeah, the, the games in Germany were kind of more fitness than anything and I, I, I always think it's hilarious when you see people losing their minds when we're not thumping teams 4 and 5 nil in the, the first two games but that's all about fitness. Although he has been starting a pretty much... Kind of a solid back four, um, all through all of the games, um. But these games, these are the the two games that will be, that you'll start to see what he's kind of likely to start the season as, or formation he's likely to start and uh, personnel that he's likely to start the season with, um. And um, yeah. So a lot of good things were a lot of good things to see. It was just with Bradley. I think Bradley has a bit of a knock. Does he after signing his deal and then he, he's injured, um. Well, for the first couple of games, he's been starting at right-back, but then Trent reverted back into there. Well, I always thought that if we got the midfielders in that we needed, you might see us go back to Trent being more of a the old role of a, a right-back. And then maybe the odd time, maybe cheating into midfield. Um, so it was interesting to see him back in there today. Mm. Uh, good to see Jones get a start as well.
0: Yeah, I'm Carl and elia I am Buckley. Uh, because of the Euros, 221 Euros. Sean, you look, it's against Leicester. And, you know, that, what you're seeing in their team today is probably a lot of Premier League footballers. Um, but they're, they're a championship side now. They must have signed that deal for Singapore 12 months ago and it had to be held because what are they doing over there? <laughs> um, but, you know, a bit like the, the, the games we had in Germany, you don't take an awful lot out of the results. You're just looking for, Bits and pieces from just certain players, you know. Like, I'm I'm really watching Luis Diaz because he was injured at the back end of the last season. Come back, I'm really watching Jota, I'm watching Kwanzaa because of the center half situation. And I'm watching another fella that I'm, I'm gonna let you wax lyrical about later. But it's a 4 0 win, um, bit open in the first 15. But then Liverpool just decided, right, this is our game now, and we're going to. And they were good in possession, Johnny. They were, you know, and you, you have to take it on the context, but they were good in possession, to a good out of possession. And they were a little bit clinical, weren't they, when, when all things, you know, was said and done by half time anyway.
1: Yeah, um, a real standout for me so far pre season has been the attacking patterns that we've seen in the games. Now, people are worrying about the amount of goals we are conceding, but the chances we're creating and the type of chances we're creating, um I think I speak for the three of us here. When I say last year, watching Liverpool, you were pulling your head out at times and you were just lumping the ball in the box from wide, and there was, it, it didn't really look to be any sort of style of play or plan. But I'm not seeing that now. I'm seeing lovely combination. I'm seeing movement. You're seeing players now now, as soon as the likes of McAllister or Subozloy get the ball, they're making that run because they know it's going in behind. You know, like it, little things like that. And... Um, like again, it's pre season so you don't overdo the negatives and you don't overthink the negatives. Like in it so sort the of positives and negatives you're kinda of taking it. So, but it's good to watch. It's really good to watch. And it looks like we've six or seven forward players now who are all chomping at the bit and they're all and I think they know themselves. We're really competing for places here. I think it's massively up for grabs who goes into where starting eleven against Chelsea. And for the force block of games, because that's probably how Klopp will look at it, thinking, who can I get fit here and who am I going to play for the force block of games? Um but yeah, it's like I'm really impressed by someone I'm like I said it a few weeks a few weeks ago and I'm not I'm not tilting my horn like I am I'm genuinely not. But we we wax lyrical about the sign Alexis McAllister and people labelling it a a marquee sign, and I was thinking, look I don't think it'll be a marquee signing per se. I think we will sign players who cost more money, and we have in sub But I don't think we'll make a better a better signing than Alexis McAllister. He's just, he's fucking unbelievable. He does everything. His weight of pass, his cleverness. I think he really transforms us as a team. I think you're seeing Jota talking about him after uh, one of the games in Germany, and you're seeing him there today. He's going to make a massive, massive difference to this team, and so Boswell as well. What was was impressive when he came on. And um, if if I'm looking at the negatives, I'd still have issues with us in in transition, mm-hmm. defensively. And um, I, I do think there's issues there, but we know exactly what that's got to do with. It's just yep. got it. It's the lack of of a natural six yep. or, or, or in plural sixes in that system. That we're playing, and look, it's something that can be easily negated. But, like I tweeted earlier, I think if we buy two lads to sit in front of that defense next year, we're gonna have a good season. And whatever, like, (coughs) whatever you consider a good season is up to you, but we'll be really good to watch, we'll be entertaining, we'll be difficult to be, and we'll be in the hunt for trophies. And that's how that's what I've taken. From, from those games so far. So, like, yeah, I think the shit show pre-season last year has, has taught us a lot. We seem to be... We're not playing as much games as everyone else I know. So seeing people playing games every two or three days. I'm yeah. okay with that.
0: That's in I'm, America. They don't to, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm okay with that. So, yeah, um, in terms of on the pitch, kind of what you're seeing, like, in, attacking-wise, like, really, really exciting.
0: Yeah. I think... On the attacking side of things, I think one of the goals, to do, we'll go through them all, but one of the goals that stood out for me in particular was um Clark's goal, Bobby Clark's goal. And the thing about it was we've seen Salah so many times going into positions like that where defenders kind of stand sideways to him and are taking their chances that he won't bend in that top corner. And then they try to close him at the last minute to try to get away. And Salah was known as, he's not going to go around you. Out the outside, very rarely does. He'd he'd shift on his left and he he's confident in himself. But that little ball into that box with someone running onto it, that was and I know it sounds really simple, but that's things we missed. Like, you know, Henderson isn't doing that when Salah's running off that side. Do you know what I mean? Or um even Jones. Jones likes to arrive a bit later on, onto you know more float balls and stuff like that. But that sort of thing is where was going. There are little tweaks where when Salah goes through the next time, people will be going, you have to watch the middle here. Someone's running and they take their eye off you and then Salah just puts you in the top corner. It's having different options every time you meet it. But I'm just, I'm just noting small, small little things. And I know I, I agree with you on the midfield. Like lesser started really well in the game. Force 15, did, I think it was indeed he went through. Kelleher comes out and smothers really well. And they were looking deep dangerous on the break. And look, Curtis Jones got a start, he had a good game, but he's not a natural six, and that's why we need him. We got onto that in a little bit. But just watching little teams from players um, and just little changes and just putting doubts in, in defenders' minds and having more options. McAllister picks up some lovely positions, you know, just in that hole. And what he does is when he picks it up, he knows what he's going to do with it. You know what I mean? When we go through the goals, I'll, I'll, I'll explain a bit more. But it was a good win. Loads of players got games, so let's touch on a few of them. Um, Emma I'm not going to give you Ben Doak because Shani will kill me right <laughs> but Conce at the back right plays really well gets himself into a bit of trouble at one stage and down in the corner but that happens makes a massive block but looks really comfortable and the telling thing is he goes on the centre half with Matip and, and Gomez goes and plays right back right he
1: played left side as well
0: right yeah he did play left side as well but, and I know it's only a pre-season thing, but to turn around and say to him, listen, you're probably our fifth choice centre-back, or a lot of people think that. But here he is, playing as the fourth choice centre-back, really, um, in this game. Joe Gomez, uh, Gomez going at Roy. There's been an awful lot of talk around that, Phyllis, but I think that's gone really, really quiet. But Emmett, um, <laughs> he looks a real, real prospect. He just looks so big, strong, confident. You know, just plays it simple. Gets his, gets his work done. Can play football. I think he's been really, really good.
2: Yeah, he, he has, and he, yeah, he's an absolute unit. And the one kind of the one thing that I think is very valuable in the centre half is that he doesn't seem to panic. And like you said, his confidence. There's no kind of he doesn't seem to
0: not cockiness. now.
2: no, no, no. He doesn't, but he doesn't seem to. Um, he doesn't seem to get too flustered. Um, and that might look that could be with training with the with the team. But like Shawny said, it's it's interesting that he's showed up on the left hand side. He's the exact same age as as uh, Colwell. Um I don't think he's played for the 21s yet. I think he's played for the 20s, but not the 21s. Um, I think I think Phillips, got, I think Phillips deserves a move. I think Kwanzaa is probably worthy spot there, at least until January anyway. Um, I'm more concerned about the midfield, but I think I wouldn't be too kind of worried if he was the, the fifth choice. Um, and you might have to lean on him for Europa League games or League Cup games or, or stuff like mm. that. But um, yeah, no, he he looks to have a, a bit about him in absolute unit. And I think the the, the main thing is that his calmness. That he's not doesn't get too flustered, which is very, very similar to... I don't want to sit here and start comparing him to Van Dyke. But you he, he can see that he has similar kind of qualities where mm-hmm. he's not jumping into tackles or or anything like that. And that's, that's I think it was Maldini, wasn't it, said if I have to make a tackle, I've already not, I know I've already made a mistake. So it's the calmness for me is what's kind of stood out a little bit for him, from uh, for me.
0: Mm. Arch has got, we can't rely on this kid for the season, Gav. He he needs another loan spell. We are setting ourselves to fail. I'm not saying that. I'm not.
1: I would have Caldwell for seventy million.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know, but but I'm not. But that, not wasn't, that wasn't that wasn't the point I was making. I was the point I was making was is that I'm not saying he should start games for Liverpool next season. I'm saying he should probably be fifth choice, and unless something drastic happens, he's not going to play an awful lot of league games yeah. or any. And what I'm, I'm just, just saying, as say a that's
1: young, a bit controversial. I, I'm putting him ahead of I'm putting
0: him ahead well, of well, may, 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 the, maybe the... you are but what, what, my original point is is that this is a young lad that's over in Singapore he was in Germany, he's over in Singapore now, he's getting 45 minutes for Liverpool, left-sided centre-back and he's looking really good, that's okay to say, I'm not saying he, he has to be Liverpool's starting centre-back next year <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that they may look at him and say to themselves if philip gone, this will be our fifth choice and he might progress Like now we're just saying that and you know, other people are saying, "Listen, you never know. Um, he he could come in and he could be worth X amount of money in twelve months' time because that can't happen." But all I'm saying is to give that must be an awful lot, a big confidence builder for him to be going away and not being thrown. Listen, go and play left back for forty five minutes. We're just we're a bit short there. Simakas has a knock. He's going in and he's playing alongside the season centre half and he's been trusted for forty five minutes in what's a nothing game, but it's still. Him being in that position and Joe Gomez being moved out right. Now, there might be nothing in it, but it must be a big thing for him to turn around and go, hold on, he's playing me fucking centre half here. You know what I mean? Would have been easy to stick him left back or, you know what I mean? To, you know, throw him off for 15 here or 15 there, but he's given him 45. I'm not putting on my hopes on, on Kwanzaa whatsoever. I'm just saying he looks really good for uh, whatever it was. He 18, 19, whatever age he is. Um, I just think he's been really, really good. In
2: in an ideal world, we'd probably go out and buy two more midfielders and a centre back. But the way that the club works is, chances are we're not going to have that money to spend. I think midfield needs more C and two than the defence for now. So um, if it's a case that we've to put off, we've to spend on midfield and hold off on on centre back or defender for until January or even even next summer. I have no issue with him being the fifth choice. Like you said, he's not going to start games. Shawnee would have him starting or would have him starting ahead of others. Um, but it's not the worst option to have in the world.
0: No, I think with the Europa League there, League Cup and wherever else, I think mm. give him a chance to have a go at it. You know, Phillips just seems to be pulled back because we're we're stuck, you know. Um, but, of course, the centre-half stuff is really quiet at the moment, so I don't know what way we're going to do it. Shawnee... <clears throat> um, we've seen a lot of usual suspects Van Dyke, we've seen Robertson, we've seen Trent we've seen a lot but I have to go back into some of the new players and um, I said it earlier, McAllister um, he's been very impressive Johnny. and I know it's games against lower divisions German sides and, and a championship side with Premier League footballers really in, in Leicester but the positions he takes up is really really impressive and what he does when he gets the ball then it's just an extra bonus because loads of players can get into great positions, and then they just go, I'll just knock it back or I'll knock it square. You know, like take that goal today. He finds a little pocket and bang, Jota, you know, Jot, there you go, Jota. Off you go. He's not hesitating. He's a picture in his mind. He's been really impressive, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, 100%. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to dig out the as that I have gone. But he's just different. It's something that we haven't had. We've been not, I won't say starved because I think the approach with the all midfield was different. The all midfield was dogs of war in the middle and you do the running and let the lads up front take care of the business and we'll create a lot from the fullbacks. But when you have someone like McAllister like you're saying yeah, it's only against Leicester in preseason, but we watched him doing it in the World Cup final. Like he sets up the second goal in the World Cup final, playing very similar football to just short and sharp, getting into the right positions and being a nuisance, and, and that's where he is. And he's a striker's dream because, again, like does your Darwin Nunes or your Jota, you know you're making the run. The pass is at least count to be attempted, you know. It, it, you can, make, you can gamble. And the more, to, look at the goals I scored. Look at this, look at the, look at the uh, Darwin's goal today. It comes from a clever little ball from, from McAllister, who slips in Jota, who runs off the shoulder. And because Jota's gone off the shoulder, Darwin's already heading towards the back stick because he knows he's either going to have a go here or it's getting pulled back. And he's just in a perfect position to tap it in. So that comes from knowing that you have players with the technical ability. To find them passes, and, and that's exactly what McAllister is going to bring to this Liverpool team, and he does all the other stuff as well. Yeah. Like, you know, he he might well start at, at the base of a midfield against against Chelsea, and you'd be kind of like going, Yeah, well, we've seen him doing it before for Brighton, because you don't walk from Brighton, you don't play for Brighton unless you walk your socks off, and, and that's just a fact. I watched him in preseason the other night, and very impressive, but like. A mainstay, the, every mainstay in that team, they all walk their socks off. It's paramount, and, and he's going to do that for Liverpool. So it again, yeah. Gav, like this, to, 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 like thirty-five million, like there won't be a better deal in the window, honestly. And it'll like, go under the radar because he was done early, and he come in after Siboslui, and he'll come in after let's say Lavia and uh, potentially Ayora. But mm. I don't see a signing that we can make now between now and the end of this window that will match the impact of McAllister because I genuinely think he's a brilliant... And that, that, I don't think that's all about doing it. I just... I I think this... Like, the old adage is, like, good footballers can play in any team and anywhere. And I'm looking at this fella going, yeah, he gets games from Man City. And, and that should be the yardstick. He starts for Man City. That's That should be the benchmark. And that's the type of player that we have. So, yeah absolutely delighted with with what I've seen from him so far. We've seen the club, the, the club train and bigging him up. I mean, watch the inside training and it's just as white a pass. It's that stuff you can't touch, you know, uh, you can't teach and he has it. So, like, I'm I'm super excited to see what comes. And, like, another, like, that James McConnell lad, come on, I think I'm getting his name right. The only like I found it funny because he has a name like a Dublin footballer. Sounds like he's fucking. He was playing today. James McConnell. Like, all the good <laughs> Dublin footballers have the same name. Like Mac and Blade and Fitz or whatever. He's really impressed me as well when I've seen him. What? What from what I've seen him. now? Am I saying I want the lads starting games now? But it's just it's good to see. There's lads coming from the academy that you can think, right. There's a path at Liverpool for players to push through and make an impact. Like Kwanza, like McConnell, like Doke, like that lad Scanlon come on who had no idea. They're being brought there and they're being given a role. And I think whatever about last season and that, the style of play going right down through the academies is really stood to us because we're able to bring these young fellas away. And they're fitting in seamlessly, and and that's where like you end up with a boy Jetage in your first team setup, you know. Yeah. So that's working as well, and that's as important as signing 40, 50 million players. So I think we seem to have that down really. So yeah, like massive positives. Like we're gonna go around the dog. I think I don't think you should just let me talk about. It. No, I'm
0: gonna let you go first because it's in your contract. Uh,
1: can I ask? Um, has has there ever been a preseason where
2: academy players have done? So well, I think I don't think that I don't think there has been. Do you they know come what? in and it looks a little bit disjointed, like Shaunie just said. Yeah, there, I think watching them, and you're right. If you need to throw together a like a League Cup team or something, and you've got maybe three or four senior players, and then the rest are academy.
0: Yeah,
2: it can look disjointed. Whereas these lads are going in and and starting most of the games and look like they could play week in, week out. Again before anybody gets onto the comments. I'm not saying that they should, but if you ever have to fall back on, like you said with Bichetti <coughs> last year, we were desperate. We needed to play him. And mm. he, it was seamless transition. So it's good to see.
0: I think one of you has mentioned we're playing less games. and might have you, Sean. And I think yeah. that's the key to it, Emma. I think he's spending so much time on the training pitch with these lads. And listen, these lads aren't only going over, and over there for the experience to say, I was in Singapore, or I was in Germany, I was hanging around with Virgil van Dijk. They're going over because and their bra because Jürgen Klopp and his staff can see a pathway into this team for them. And to put that to the test, they bring them and they say, how can they handle it in this group? How can they handle the travel? How can they handle being away from home on a tour? You yeah, know, heavy. and then, yeah. and then they put yeah. them through their paces three times a day and then they go right there's 45 minutes. So there's an element of trust and then there's an element of test, you know, the sort of way. And I think, that, that less games, I think is actually working for these younger players more mm. because they're not being like, you know, we're playing every three days. Look, watch this, watch that. Now jump in there and do 20. They're being, I think the comfort they have is, I know I'm getting 45 here. So they're not running on and running around like lunatics for 20 minutes trying to impress. They're being told you're playing half of this pre-season, really, you know, the sort of the way, regardless of what happens. Now my lesson, a will lesson, I think against Byron and against, um, the other team, I forget their name, we were playing there. Amistad. Yeah, um, I think it will definitely lessen in those, but this is what it's all about for them. There's so much that, uh, mentally and physically that they, they're put through to see where they are. And not only that, when they go back, they mightn't see a first-team squad all season, but that'll be in the back of their head. He's going to be watching me on the 23s now. He's going to be watching everything I do, and everything he's told me about, i be implementing it, you know, the sort of way. But they have looked really impressive, because I think there's a clear vision of what Liverpool want to do here. Um, with what they have and what they possibly may have. Um, Arch says, Club quotes, uh, to get into this team, you need to be good defensively. This was when he was questioned about our attacking players. And they do, they do work very, very hard. Just on Nunes, though. Um, I it was great to see Bobby Clark score. And we talked about it earlier Nunes, though. Emma, I'll stick with you. Um, he's got a good few, he's got a few goals here in pre-season, but he's, for me, small things again. Different types of goals he's getting. You know, tappings at back post, running through, beating defenders. It's more like the player we expected when we signed him.
2: Yeah, um what what I'd like to what I'd like to see him do, and I don't I hate being negative, is that I don't know whether Salah's got in his ear or something, it's like when you get the ball, just pass it to me. Because yeah. there's been a few times now in preseason where he could have easily just taken on a shot himself. And he side-footed it to Salah. He he did it again today. And then he goes and scores a, a, a goal from, I won't say ridiculous angle, but a, a difficult angle. And um, So sometimes he makes the difficult stuff look easy and the, the easy stuff look difficult. But he is, he looks more settled. So just needs to, I think he just needs to weed out that kind of unselfishness and be a little bit more selfish. Now, if look, if Salah's bare through on goal, slide him through in some cases he's nearly passing the ball backwards instead of going forwards mm. so I just think he needs to, to weed that out a little bit but yeah look, I I was one of the ones that said I think he's going to have a, a, a cracking season this season it, it, he has form he did it, he did it uh, at Benfica, had a bit of a pony season and then went and scored 26, 28 goals the, the following season. So I've, I've no concerns over him. I still absolutely love him. He's as mad as a back box of frogs. Like, uh, I can't wait to see him this season. I
0: think, I think the key for him is to put him in a position where he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. You know, put him through on goal and go, you do your walk. Make sure he's attacking back posts where he doesn't have to, he's not given a choice where, or oh, do I pull it back here? Just go for goal. And, the composure will come and, and he scored a, f- a few nice ones where he was being really composed. But that one today was, I loved it because he's yeah. sniffing around, you know, par- parries from goalkeepers and stuff like that. So he's been, he's been really good. Um, Jota's been really good. I've I really like Diaz. He's loads of energy about him and, you know, he's, he's starting to look a bit like, um, the Lewis Diaz. We remember before the injury, he got away at Arsenal. Um, Shawnee, you, like literally you just, talk about Ben Doak every time Liverpool play now but and you said to us earlier I think you might have tweeted as well he can be wherever he wants to be but he just looks so fucking he doesn't look like a what a 17 year old young fellow whatever he is he just comes on there and it's quite telling again he's always on and always on that right wing they're not fucking him around the place it's you go out and play in that right wing Salah's done 45 now with George on. he's very impressive
1: yeah you see more to his game every time you see him play as well. Oh, the, the thing I like about him most is, now, don't get me wrong, there's the, the still raw elements to his game. I think once, his, once he wraps up that, that final towards, it's game over. But you just, his way to pass, sometimes he's clever, he's tough. You Sometimes you see young wingers and they just hit the boy line every time. But you pull the ball back and go back inside and then try to make room. But he's very, very. He's an intelligent footballer. we have seen today with the position he picks up for the goal, um, and and you, you you just know, like you know, like down the years when you looked at players when they were coming through, and you just know by looking at them that they kind of back themselves a little bit. There's no there's no element of doubt in his head. I think he knows how good he is, and it, like he played Premier League games last year. But like, you know, <laughs> the way at Villa Park he comes on and he. He impacts the game. He's a menace. Like he just strikes me as the type of young player where you say to him, You're playing a Champions League level fullback here today, or you're playing a League Two level fullback. And his approach is gonna be the same. I'm gonna go at him and I'm gonna test him. And if he's not on it, you've seen him today, like flip flapping a through fella's legs and all. And he just has that low centre of gravity where he just bulldozes. and like you, you get through the keyhole and you're done. He just, he just, he fits in play. Look, I think he's absolutely brilliant. And I, some people are screaming out for another attacker to go in there behind Salah. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. There. I don't care what fucking age he is. I know how, how, how available Salah is in a season where you're playing two meaningful games a week, and I mean like Champions League, Premier League, Champions League, Europa League. Salah be getting more rest. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking so happy for dog to deputise Salah. I don't want him to go out on loan. I don't think he needs to. I think, I think he can impact Premier League games off the bench at, at, at times this year. He, he has it all. And I, I think sometimes you just need to, sometimes you just need to not gamble, but you just need to trust young players to go out and perform to their best of their abilities. I like, I, since I foreseen this young player, coming through, I'm like, yeah, pace, strength and and getting his head up and ability to play football. And he has them all. I think they're the three key things you need to play in this Liverpool team, to play in the Premier League. He's he's fucking brilliant. The sky is the limit for him. I I genuinely do believe he could go on to be a very, very important player Mm. in the future of Liverpool. And I mean, like, literally maybe in two three years time when when Salah's moving off. Yeah, moving this young player into the team as one of the one of the premium young wide attackers in Europe. Like it, it, it's it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant uh, acquisition. I, I, a mate of mine is an avid Celtic fan. And when we signed him he was like like this fella was this young it was literally the Messiah coming through at Celtic and Liverpool managed to prize him away. So I think the sky's the limit. Again, people would say, oh, he's too young, this, that, and that. Me bollocks. The only way to... It's like, it's like when you leave college and you're trying to get a job and you can't get a job if you've no work experience. Mm. The, the only way to get experience is to be in there. And I do believe this young fella is good enough to deputise Mo Salah in the Premier League. Some might not agree. Some might want to go and pay 30, 40 million on Doc or something like that. Give me this young fella all day, twice on a Sunday, and, and let him go now in the Europa League let that be his stage the Europa League group stage let him light it up providing these stage obviously manages minutes don't fucking ball him out too young but the, like I said the fact Salah's best ability for me is his availability touch wood he's never had any real serious injuries at Liverpool we've always been able to rely on him and I just I feel it's the perfect environment and opportunity for a player like Ben grow. I've not seen I've not watched preseason months and go. Oh, he looks a bit headless. He always does the same thing. He's a fucking many. You see full backs it's that place where you can see full backs going right. if I get tight to him, he's just gonna kind of skin me. And if I stand off him, he can pick a pass. He has it all. But I don't think I've I've absolutely no um, I've no Hesitation with, with putting the shuntle into the force team itself. I think he should be considered a Liverpool force team player next year. Yeah, that's
0: it's, a, it's, um, I think there's a great point in Kenno 91. He says, Doke, he needs to be introduced to the force 11 the same way Foden was a C. And I think that's a brilliant, brilliant point because Foden was like so well talked about. Like people raving about him all of saying he's brilliant. He was saying like he's the best footballer I've ever, you know, all this sort of stuff I've ever coached and all this sort of stuff and people are like why aren't you fucking playing him then you know the sort of way and then he just gradually gets him in and then Doug just are folding is like he's a brilliant footballer like you know um, what I mean he's an um, unbelievable yeah. footballer and I think that's a great show from Keno and when I watched him today a bit like I was saying earlier he'll go at you he'll go in he would go out he'll you know he'll try run over you he's only smart but he'll try run over you with the ball but then other times it's just like he comes back Gives it back to the fullback, back Comes back, gives it back to the midfielder. But then you're not into the middle of midfield and he go running again. And he's always making angles. And it's it's the variety in his play. Because it, I've seen loads of players down the year, years where you he go, he's brilliant pace. He's only going to go outside you. He's 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 only going to go outside you. This fella isn't like that. Um, I would have him around the squad this season. I agree with you. I think he's just, like you said, he's a menace. I think last 20 minutes of games, twirling legs, and you're putting this fella on and saying, listen, have a go there. or are 2 it up, have a go at some." Do you know what I mean? Why not? And I know he's only a young flip. I can actually see him signing another deal at Liverpool in 12 months. Yeah. That's yeah. being honest with you. Do you know who he um, reminded
1: me of when he was breaking through? Raheem Sterling. I was just about to say the exact same thing. Very yeah. similar to Raheem Sterling, where you didn't know what way he was going to go. But he, well, he, he does. Just, <laughs> yeah. He had that electric pace. like That pace that literally puts the shits up. Fallbacks. And we've seen in... Um, we seen, I think was a, a way at Villa like when Dinya gets title, and he just yeah. lets the ball roll to his legs. Like that's IQ, that's skill, that's that's talent, that's ability. That's not being bullied or pushed over by a more experienced fullback. I guarantee you, if you watch that game back, the next time you got the bit, the ball, Dinya's five yards off. Him. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting, I'm to not to getting done again. Look,
2: there's been loads of players that have the ability to do probably what he does, but not the intelligence, like you said there. Young wingers, just get the ball, get the ball, byline, try and get it across. Right now, Whereas yeah. yeah, exactly. That's I'm a winger, that's where I need to go. Like he's he, i don't know, I listened to a bit of his interview afterwards. He he seems a lot he seems really mature for someone his age as well. And you don't expect the voice that comes out of his mouth to come out of his mouth. Yeah, he <laughs> sounds like an L lad. But um but yeah, no, he's he's really exciting and I, I would have him around the team as well.
0: Yeah.
2: 100%. There's going to be think, <laughs> loads of games where he's going to get time this season.
0: And I'm, I'm not even talking about he has to be in every squad. You know, he, around the first team all the time, you're in this squad this week, you're not in this one. And, and be very straight with him. There'll be squads you'll definitely be in. There'll be squads you won't be. The one you're not in at the weekend, the chance they you're playing, you're in the Europa League one. So he could get a Europa League squad, a Premier League squad, miss a Premier League one, but get Europa. You know just the sort the of way...
1: There with and man, I, just I, manage man, Just manage them. Nail on the head there. Damien Duff. That's who he reminds me of. Book Damien there. Duff. Yeah. Just that. I don't know. Someone put, someone put in the telegram earlier like what foot he is. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. anyone genuinely don't know. The Damien,
0: Duff, the Damien Duff comparison is an interesting one because I think Damien Duff's greatest ever performance as a footballer was against Spain in the 2002 World Cup. Um, when he absolutely ran Spain ragged. He played as a centre forward. Right. And he random fucking raggedy. Went left, right through the middle. They couldn't get the ball off him. And Doke has that bit of a feel about him. And I'm, listen, we all love talking to players and going, this fella is fucking amazing. I've seen so many of Liverpool over the years. But it's, do you know what it is about him? There's not a cockiness. There's a drive to him. And you know, you see players that are, that are fancy and, and they've a bit of pace. There's a drive to this fella. There's an intent that everything he does. And that's where I think, but, if you, if you watch Dog today, go back and watch Damien Duff in the 2002 World Cup, the highlights against, there's actually a YouTube video out there of uh, Duff versus Spain 2002, and he was just ridiculous. Poo y'all, he, he did them all on strings he had, and he, I've never seen a performance like him, uh, like that from him before or after in his career. Genuinely, Duff was that, it was that good that night.
2: Um, Doak has a little bit of, a little bit of a, a mean streak in him as well, I think. He's not oh, uh for a penal shootout,
1: didn't he, in the, he's, uh, the he's, yeah, he's, <coughs> he's not gonna
2: be he's not gonna be intimidated or bullied. Um, and look, we're talking about him playing in these pre-season friendlies. We all saw the the clip from training in Germany and I think even Kanate bounced off him at one stage as as he went by him, like do you know what I mean? So he has a bit about him.
0: Yeah. Listen, he's definitely one to watch and look, wait and see for the boring game. Does he Get on because I think you will see more of it. You might see sixty five, seventy from some players, and then the other lads a selection of them added in. But let's watch because I think he's probably the standout one. Where you go, yeah, he could be making squads on a regular, regular basis. Look, um, a few people have mentioned there uh, Cody Gakpo, um, in the chat there, and he's just a joy to watch. Cody Gakpo, like, and I have to give a mention to Sabas Loy because, um, my God, that fella can get around the pitch, um. Like and he's huge as well he's huge, he, huge. He, he, he's he's just brushing fellas off the ball that they're afraid they're going to tackle him he's quick on it he's so composed on it and you can see him already I'll tell you the thing I love the most about him today he was pointing at players and telling them where to go he was literally pointing at fellas going you get over there get over, get over there I'll get the ball and I'll give it to you you know and he's starting to like this early dictate what he wants around him, whether that was Um Diaz was on the left hand side and he had a couple of you know lads behind him in midfield and he was basically saying to them and centre halves give me a you know, go there, give me and he was he was literally telling them this is the way I play and you're gonna do it, you know, the sort of way. But he's a big unit. He gets around an eye for goal, he had a good attempt where it dropped and he took a touch and hit one and he was really annoyed with himself. Um but he looks a player as well. It looks an absolute player. Um but moving on. Before we get out of here, we've about fifteen minutes or so left. The midfield stuff is still there. Um, I think me and you spoke last Tuesday, Wednesday, Shaun, and then the next day Henderson was gone. Um, the Fabinho stuff apparently is all signed and sealed, and they're just waiting on paper to go through. I don't know what's going on there, but everyone is everyone. I think is in agreement that we need two players. You know, um, the Lavia stuff was hotting up, really hot up early last week into into the middle of the week it's gone a bit quiet again I think he plays 15 minutes for Southampton in a pre-season friendly maybe in last night but Shawnee it still has to be two Um, surely they're getting two Shawnee, because time's ticking on I'm okay if they do two between now and August the 24th but for the start of the season time is starting to tick on now is it just a case of get this Fabinho one done and make sure we're not being fucking duped here or do you think there's just a couple down the line, and just you know these things take take a bit of time?
1: No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be a case if the Fabinho one is a fucking dupe because had Henderson and Fabinho stayed, we still needed a six.
0: Yeah, we still needed a player. Don't,
1: yeah. don't lose sight of that. Just because <clears a couple throat> yeah, of are up the door. I, I, I don't buy the thing of the whole thing of Liverpool being hoodwinked. They've accepted and let both of those players leave. They, they could have just fucking put their foot down and say, you're not going. Simple as that. Mm. We, we, look, we've made two signings in two months. It, it's supposed to be a rebuild. I, I think patience was always going to be required in this window. But this time two weeks, we we'll are now the result of our first Premier League game. And, and we still need, you say two, I think three. I, I, I think we need another centre-back. And I think we need two midfielders. I thought we needed one midfielder with one of them leaving. But with, you, with sorry, going out, we, need, we need two. Can I ask you so, a question? Sorry to cut
0: across you. Yeah. Because someone in the group, someone in the chat earlier, a couple of people actually were mentioning um Vardial. What's going on with Vardial?
1: Nah, it's a load of bollocks. Don't no, me, it, is
0: he going to City? His... I don't, know. Uh, I don't
1: read, know. I
2: read an article yesterday and I I don't know whether it was his agent or someone who spoke to his agent, who said that a, a deal
0: is very far off. Okay. No, it just it was mentioned. Well, I think they have area.
2: a fair grade, but in terms of... Well, he's not signing a
0: Okay, cool. No, I'm just asking because people will say, why didn't you ask because it was up there. Sorry, Sean, continue.
1: Yeah, so, like, I'm all in on Lavia. I think he's brilliant. I, again, I have no issue with the fact that he's 19. I've seen enough from him to know that. He backs himself. He has the bollocks. Probably not want, not going to want him starting 34, 35 league games. He'll need to be managed because, again, he is 19, but I've no issue with him being a starting six against Chelsea. I think he has all the ability. I think we need an experienced midfielder to go in there as well um, in the six. Um, are you becoming worried? Yes. But things can move fast. Things can change. We, Liverpool have... Kept our cards relatively close to that chest in this one. It looks like we're going back in by Lavia. The, the outgoings are probably taking a little bit longer than they've expected, but I'd, that shouldn't have held those up on the Lavia end. And um, Hopefully we can get that one wrapped up next week and, and see what else brings. But I still think we need to, Gav. Um, myself, yourself, Keith and Emmet have kind of had the suspicion since last year. Like you, you were saying at the end of last season, they have to drop X amount. It's as simple as that. And I was never big into the idea of having to be in, uh, a net spend of 150 million. I just we needed to get the right players. And they've we've we've been left short one for the last couple of windows at least and it's all added up and it's amounted to us now having to go out and sign four players in a window. Including it like with Sabosloy McAllister and needing two more, or you could argue needing three more. And mm. if so, like, I'd be well up in favor of us needing three because I do think we need a centre back. I don't think you can, can, you just can't neglect that because two midfielders have left, the business still needs to be done. And I don't want to hear the show of well, Arsenal have done this and City haven't done that, they don't need to do one them. If the game's kicked up like Arsenal and City know that starting 11s, i I'd say for the first game of the season. I couldn't tell you who was gonna start with Liverpool first season. I don't give a fuck what Chelsea they were united. But we're in a rebuild. And, and to bring to I only have had two on the door now. What what is it? It's the what the, 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 today is the 30, 30th. 30. Yeah. It's the end of July. You like you know what I mean? Like Club did say it would take six, seven weeks to get a player in because the club might be reluctant to let them go. And that's fine. But we need to get on that fucking bike because the clock is ticking. And I don't want to be fucking looking at a makeshift start lineup for the first two or three league games where we drop points because that could be the difference come the end of the season. And I don't think that's knee-jerk or reactionary. There still is time to mill in the window, but they want to get that fucking finger out. It's just... It, it's That's... I don't give a bollocks who's done what. I only my only concern is Liverpool, and I don't think like considering it's the 34th of July today. We've not done enough. There's still time, and I'm not gonna completely lean shit to bed because it's for what reason? Like it's not gonna change. And but like I'd be lying if I said I didn't have slight concerns about the pace of moving it in the window. We could yeah. announce tomorrow that the deal is great for Labia. I, mean, I mean, we'll need to move on to the next one just as quick because I, I genuinely believe put two lads who are capable in front of that back four and, and let all the boys up front do the job. And we will be on for a good season. I genuinely do believe that. But we've got to get a move on. And I, 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 I wouldn't have
0: anyone telling me any different to be honest with you yeah i think um <coughs> david says chelsea signing and i want i hope i get this right ugo chuku did i get that right ugo chuku fair play for him that. yeah, yeah. i um, <laughs> yeah means we're the only team in for Lavia. i think he's from is he from Rennes and um, i think i read was it Rennes they signed him from or Nisa uh, one, of the, one of the lads one of them, the, yeah. one of the french lads um means they were the only team left in for Lavia. oh Look, I fully understand where you're coming from with regards to, I thought we would have done one, right? Even with Henderson and Fabinho there, I think we would have done one looking forward to making next summer easier for ourselves with the discussion around Henderson, Fabinho and Thiago, who's leaving. But with them two going, they definitely need two. Because, look, if, I think, I think Klopp was looking at me fig on, we've brought in, Sabas, we we brought in McAllister, we bring in one more, it leaves on a nice number of midfielders and a forward plan to for next year. But when these two drop and it's like these two are fucking gone, he has to do two. He can't in his right mind believe that he has the midfielder. there. I, I think he has all the um, faith in them as footballers, but as a collective to get you through a season, I'm not too sure. He needs to do two. Right. Maybe the plan, when this, when these two things drop with Henderson, maybe there's a plan in place and there was a bang, bang. Oh, fuck. Right. Let's rethink this a little bit. Where are we going to go with this? Did, did he have one player in the mind? Now he's going, he's looking for a right combination. If he's bringing, look, there's loads in behind it. And people are saying there, Chelsea have signed two in two days. Why can't we? Well, we can, but like Chelsea are fucking mad. Do you know what I mean? Chelsea are just mad. Do you know what I'm saying? Like don't, don't measure yourself off them. Like they've literally spent 600 million quid in the last year and now they're trying to sell them all to fucking Saudi Arabia. So don't worry about it. <clears throat> but I know what you're saying with regards to the, the, the league starting in a couple of weeks and you don't want to be makeshift. I don't think we will be makeshift, but I think you'd be kind of going, ah, he could go into the six and that's not the right way to start the season. You could,
1: yeah,
0: but that's you could. makeshift, guy. <clears throat> no, I know. Do, do you know what I mean? What I mean by makeshift is like, you know, I suppose like, two of There's the three at the club no I th- well well but you could argue by Chetish, but he hasn't even tried yeah, but he won't be ready no he won't be ready right so what I'm I saying think is- I think
2: even if we sign two in the next two days we still start at Chelsea with him with a makeshift my my only concern I'm not concerned I think they get it done but when do they get it done do they get it done before the start of the season or do they, do they get it done by the close of the window um but my only concern is that they, if they do bring in players, they've not had that time in Germany. They've not had that time in Singapore. So it's they're, they're kind of nearly playing catch-up. And you you probably don't get to see them until the middle of
0: September anyway. Yeah, but but you see, Emma, like I was talking to a fellow the other day, not even a Liverpool fan, and we were talking about players and wanting to sign them. And I was saying Liverpool need to get two more, blah, blah, blah. And he was saying, but isn't it gas? Because if it comes to January, people are like, get a player in. We need a player in. And you want them to play. You want them to sign the tourist and play on the fucking Saturday. Whereas summer signing seems to be getting him in three weeks before, four weeks before the season starts, so he knows what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like I there's no doubt he have to be walking on so. I think there's
2: I think there's a massive difference between getting a, a Diaz in and throwing him out on the left hand side and getting a six in and kind of him being the link Yeah, no, I I, I get that because you forward. Can
0: you can kind of nurse them into a team, yeah. You can put them in there, but you can kind of... And we did do that with Diaz. We kind of let him be a bit of a free spirit for the four, six months and stuff like that. But it's not like... Look, let me put it this way, Emmy. Do you think Liverpool are sitting here going, oh, I don't know what we're going to do? No. I, I,
2: they they have... I, I think they have their... Look, I think Lavia is literally just a matter of how much are we going to pay them and how are we going to pay them. I don't think, it, he, as far as I know, he's they've agreed personal terms and they've he's spoken to club already. Now it's just a matter of what do we pay
0: hmm.
2: um, and how do we pay. It? Fourth or,
0: bid was what forty seven million. Seven,
2: they said, rising to forty, and then I think the next one is forty three or something like that, rising to forty five hmm. or something okay. like that. I think that's just I, that, that's just a matter of time, and um, so in my head he's almost already signed. My one is, and I know that we've kind of, we've all had our opinions on this experience thing. I still think we need, we definitely need a second one. I think he just needs to be a little bit more. It doesn't have to be a 28 or 29 year old player who's played a six all his career, but I just think he needs to have that little bit more experience Mm. than Lavia. To either, if they throw him in, like you say, Gav, he's going to throw him, you think he might throw, take Lavia and start him straight away. What happens, like sink or swim? If he sinks in his first couple of games, who goes in instead of him? I just think the the second one, and I think the two uh, midfielders that we need need to be more of defensive minded. We've got plenty attack minded. Uh, I think we need two defensive minded. I'm not going to mention the name that i have been mentioned as for the crack the last couple of weeks. But <laughs> yeah. somebody somebody said in the chat earlier on that there was talk of that earlier on. And um, but um, we need something an Amra bat. Uh, somebody, somebody like that. Look, Kimmich, I don't see Kimmich coming. He'd need to cut his wage in half to, to come and play for Liverpool for me to make yeah. it worth a while. Um, but somebody that's going to be able to rotate in and out with, um, with Lavia.
0: Hmm. A boy, not, oh boy, not him says this is massively poor planning from the club. We have lost seven players. We bought two. Listen, hold on. We've lost three players. Oh boy, not him, right? That I doubt you wanted anywhere near the fucking team. Right. And we brought in McAllister and we bought in Saba's life. So them two for them three, I think is fair, right? I don't know where you're getting seven from, right? Um and then what we've lost for and Henderson in kind of a what the fuck is going on here. And I I think you have to find the right balance between you know, Shawnee saying I'm a bit worried we want to get and, and we're all kind of saying that we're a bit worried, you know, but you don't want them to turn around and go. Just react and go, here, there's 70 million for him and 70 million for him are going, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? There's no way they're not planning. And to be honest with you, the club got a little bit screwed over Henderson and Fabinho, in my opinion. You just drop her in there, fucking late July. You know, these two players want the fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Um, but like, I think the two we brought in for the three that left originally, Milner, Oxlade-Chamberlain and Keita, is a brilliant fucking swap. Like, it's a brilliant swap, I think. These two going, I think changes your plan from one to two. That's what it does. Changes your plan from one to two. They need to get it done. Ideally, you would get it done. I think you'd want to be going into that boring game with one of them announced, in my opinion. You'd want to be going in there with one of them announced. And you probably want another one announced. In a perfect world, before the game at Preston. Um, and then you're going to go, right, what have we got? You know, I mean, what can we do with these over whatever amount of days before the season starts? But, like, massively poor planning, I think, is a bit out of order. You know what I mean? Massively poor planning over the last two or three years, I fucking give it to you every day of the week. But yeah. massively poor planning over this summer, I think, is a bit harsh. Yeah, that's reactionary. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? I think it's a bit harsh. Um,
1: I'd imagine you had, look, I, I agree, like, we, we agree we needed one with Henderson and Fabinho staying. It shouldn't really adjust your budget because I'd imagine that's, 50 million in the coffers that they probably didn't expect to have. Now, obviously, it's going to cost more to replace both of those boys, but still, it's good business that we've done there with the two lads coming in. They, they, it could be just a case of them having the ducks in a row, or, or maybe it's similar to Sabozloy and McAllister where they know a player that looking This I'm being completely fucking hypothetical here. Like maybe they know there's a player who has some sort of release clause that they're currently in negotiation with but they know that maybe in a week or two down the line that they'll be gettable in a more favourable fashion for the club that they'll do it. Like I'm more hoping that what Emmett said is correct regarding Lavia that that's just sort of a formality thing and we've agreed a fee and they're just sorting out structures and something shouldn't really fall through unless... The likes of a Chelsea come in and try to try to beat it to him, which could happen, but I don't think it will. Um, to be honest, I, I
2: think the fact that there's there's no real talk like Chelsea have gone, somebody said they've gone, yeah, a, yeah, just, the fact like, that there's no more noise and there's no kind of bidding hmm. more suggests that the decision is made. He, he wants to come to Liverpool. It's what way are we going to pay them and how much are we going to pay them? So, so that's that's all that's to be trashed out now, I think. Yeah,
1: look. I, I still think. think that, I still. I don't. Like, I don't even think. Like, I don't even think the dominoes have fell, so to speak. Yeah, in this window, that's gonna set off the sort of the chain reaction where everyone is pop Like West Ham haven't spent a penny of the rice money yet. You know, like the still Saudi Arabia is still trying to get deals, over the line in other places where people are gonna go out and spend, spend, spend. I don't think Newcastle have done. Anywhere near as much as they need to do, and they're gonna go again. They they will plough more money in. So like, know what I mean? In terms of putting money out, so like, who knows what? Like, part of it excites me. Another part of it frightens the bollocks out of me. I don't want to be frightened. I do want to be excited, but I'd rather kind of have a peace of mind to say, Sunday week, a Sunday fortnight, we're going away to Chelsea, and we have a lad who we can drop in there and play. In the box midfield with Trent on the right side of Labia, and you just hopefully you can go. Because like, I like watch Chelsea tonight, some really good, like some they've been look bright, like passages of play, but like I don't recognize half of that fucking team. They've and some
0: really, a, really good young players,
1: yeah. They, really like players. I don't recognize half of that team, and I don't like I'm going, who's to come back here? Is that player is missing and does not? It's yeah. just. They're trying to get a load of these lads over the line, like, oh yeah. so I say on, they're looking at other strikers, so, like, I, I just hope the club have something lined up, and it's like, boom, boom, like, Jota and Thiago, bang, bang, like, mm. in the door, they're ready to go.
0: That's my other thing on this, I think Liverpool, <clears throat> losing Fabinho, losing Henderson, as Liverpool football club will want to react to show mm. people that they're live. I think forget the whole what do you need in the squad. I think Liverpool Football Club as an enterprise want to react to what's happened. You know? And any any club I think should want to react when they lose their starting defensive midfielder and their club captain. Whatever way you rate them, whatever way you think they should be in the team or not, I think there should be a reaction. But listen, we'll be we'll be Going over this all week again because obviously there's more stories gonna come out, there's more links gonna come out. So we will do transfer stuff during the week. Um I can't remember what day we're playing, Boring, but um we'll uh we'll cover that as well when that happens. Like I said, we'll have the transfer stuff. We should have some great games, Liverpool great games to talk about and wherever else comes up during the week, we'll try to cover it as best we possibly can. We can't wait for the season to start, because that's when we get into Shows every day of the week, twice on Sundays, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. and um, We're going to try to bring you some uh, live broadcasts as well from Liverpool throughout the season. So um, that should be good as well. Um, hit the like button on your way out. There's loads and loads and loads watching. Um, so if you can hit the like button, that'll be great. Subscribe, hit the bell icon so when we go live you know all about it. But the likes really help us. Um, it helps us keep all of this stuff out there um, 100% free. Um, Shani, anything else before we go?
1: No, all oh, no. good. All no um, good. Love the uh, love the video of E Bo flouting around asking wow. everyone. I'm asking the songs. Yeah, he's like I'm getting old because I was like,
0: who the fuck are I? what are all the these songs? Yeah,
1: no, but just it, it's good to see like I remember when he came into the Wednesday
0: against Borne, uh, sorry.
1: Yeah, I remember when he came into the side force and the similar videos are coming out and those... Pictures of him and Robbo in the robe, and you could tell, you could tell he's looking at Robbo, going, "I oh, have a fucking clue what he's saying." Yeah, but he's really integrated in to yeah. the squad. I think he's one of the best young centre backs in in the war we are looking to have. Him. But I just love seeing stuff like that. There is a bit of a camaraderie around the squad and a bit of togetherness. And I, you never know. Like I think Virgil made a point in his press conference the other day. He said, "You're kind of seeing lads who." Otherwise maybe wouldn't coming out of shell now and seeing different sides to them. So
0: Yeah, Klopp yeah. said that as well. He said when yeah. players leave, new leaders stand up and little things like yeah. that are different for players. Like Knati doing that is it's different.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. It is good. Poor bleeding. Oxlade Chamberlain's out there somewhere bleeding no, I would have done
0: there. that That I would have been dead with that video we
1: literally paid <laughs> yeah, that. Li- yeah, that fella for two years to model kits and enact an the bollocks around yeah. the training <laughs> God, yeah. and sure. now he's
0: looking at Lucas Laver Martin girl going on throw going on. I could have done that yeah
1: oh, now, uh, like another another week closer to getting getting back into the into the football so yeah oh um, mm-hmm. good yeah good
0: Emma anything else before we go
2: yeah, well, we kind of touched on it there. So why the delay in announcing the new captain?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't.
2: Like Everybody thought when Klopp and Van Dijk were doing a press conference that it was going to be Van Dijk.
0: I would say, personally, I would say that Liverpool's media team are very fucking good at this stuff. And they probably went, we're not just putting you in front of a camera in Singapore mm-hmm. going, he's the new captain they'll have something lined up. from Yeah, production. Yeah, because that's what it's all about now. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? um Quickly before we go though, because I love a random question to finish, we make the Irish scouter and we give one minute each. Lads, what's your favourite Sunday dinner? Shawnee, favourite Sunday dinner?
1: roast chicken, roast potatoes, bit of stuffing, bit of veg, loads of gravy, Bob your uncle, creamy mash nice. as well. Find your and Yeah. Cool. Emma. Prefer- preferably be out of um Sarsons on Baggage Street where the rub <laughs> is absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it is actually.
0: actually. It is. We are um, Yeah, that's nice.
1: Yeah, shout out to Charlie Chalk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Big up Charlie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Emma. Uh roast beef, roast potatoes, croquettes, sausage meat stuffing, few carrots. Loads of gravy. I, I I, actually, and if there's anybody watching, and family watching, if we're having a Christmas dinner, I get my own private little uh, jug of gravy. I like gravy that much. I'm right. I'm with Big Sam and
0: Steve oh, Bruce. Okay. I would Pints drink it with of a straw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, mine would be turkey, ham, loads of stuffing, cabbage, carrots, gravy. Mashed potatoes, not mad on roast potatoes. That's about it. Big point of milk with it. You always have to have a milk with a That's all I'm saying. Right, that has been the fat back Forward tonight. Thanks to Emma. Thanks to Shawnee. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Thanks to Mick, Mick the Irish scouts, over the random one at the end. Paul Giovanni likes lamb with extra Yorkshire puddings. Um, David Lennon says, Cuse, Cuse, fuck off with the annoying Cuse, Cuse on a Sunday.
2: Um I was going to say a gammon steak. I don't know. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: David Lennon does look a game steak. Um, Emmett the says is gravy says Jack Santini. Great show. Um, but anyway, that has been it. We will talk to you as much as we possibly can during the week. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out.